This is a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. Go to allthews.3cr.org.au.
Jay there, The Crash. You're on In Your Face on 3CR with James. On today's show, Maximilian Strew joins us to talk about their Angstrom Space music extravaganza in Melbourne featuring heaps of queer musicians. And later, Bex from Queer Space joins us to talk about their CutiePock project, Invisible. In Your Face would like to thank Thornhubber Health for their financial support of this program. Thorn Harbour Health envisions a healthy future for our gender, sex and sexuality diverse communities. A future without HIV and a future where all people live with dignity and respect. To find out more about them, search Thorn Harbour Health on your search engine or find them on Facebook. And Max joins us in the studio. Maximilian Strew, welcome to 3CR. First time here, yeah? That's it. Thanks, James. It's great to have you on board. Look, I'm really impressed with the lineup of guests that you've got at your big gig on October 26th. Um, go through it for us. Oh, wow. So, yeah, we've been, we've been running this for, well, we've been running Angst from Space for about seven years. And uh, are we, like, about two years ago, we came up with the idea of running Angst First. And it was more about destroying the anxieties that we have in, in modern cultures and, 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 and sort of moving past that and blending genres together so that the crowd was very mixed. And um, that's, that's sort of where the concept came from. And then we moved into, like, let's, let's run a charity. Let's do this for a community that needs some, some like, a spotlight, you know, like a, a bigger spotlight. Not that this is a big thing because it's all independent underground artists, but it's a spotlight in a in a realm of people that might not be fully interested or or aren't re- fully aware, so we yeah so we wanted to create Angst First 4.0 with uh, in collaboration with Faint Faint Agency, featuring the wonderful Alex Dubois aka yeah. Harder Tracks, who's done some great music that we've played on this show. But I'm just so impressed with your lineup. You've got I mean we heard from Looper J before. Yeah. Uh, you've got Asylum Seekers. Uh, you've got Nola Gay. We're going to hear from them in a little while. Ernest Raw, uh, who I love, and Callan, plus more, yeah? Yeah, that's right. Correct. We've got about 16 artists in total, um, and it's all coming on at uh, Colour Nightclub, which is the latest nightclub to hit Melbourne um, since uh, Lounge and uh, Hugs and Kisses and Mercat all closed. This is like the new hub. But, Fantastic. Um, yeah, we've got, we've got quite a few artists this time, and uh, it's the most stellar lineup that I think we've curated. I can't believe the lineup. I mean, it's got V, for example. V was on the show uh, earlier this year. Incredible artist. She's amazing. Uh, incredibly avant-garde, I suppose the term is. I mean, she just came back from Germany yeah. uh, when she came on the show, and her music was just so cutting edge. That's right. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's, she's a... I remember, like, the first time I heard her music, I, I was just like, what is this? This is so sick. And that's when I really started to get into Cold Wave. And then, um, and then since then we've we, we've held we've hosted V probably, I think this is the seventh time, and it's just been amazing to watch her progress or their progression. You know, like just just going from just coming back from Berlin and then just slowly making it up and then just playing Red Bull with to- Johnny Telephone, who's another artist on this lineup, and doing various other things, and then going back over to Europe and touring and killing it and playing this cold wave festival in i think it was sweden and it was just like what you've just turned into a a global superstar and she's incredibly beautiful as well she's stunning and the music is kind of uh, how would you describe it it's a bit of goth yeah it's definitely goth it's goth cold wave it's like it's got this really 
really bassy. She she plays the bass, and um, it's wow. It's just it's like a it's like a, a an evil karaoke, but then you've got this <laughs> instrument that just like is so loud and 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 driving, and it, it's uh, it gets you beaten for sure. What's Cold Wave? Okay, so it's sort of derived from like eighties post punk, but it's in a much more sort of minimalist like sort of it's just bass it's your guitar it's just like it's just got this uh momentum that is in the realms of krautrock as well where it's 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 repetitive um but then you it's it's just really dark it's it's a much darker sort of it's a i guess the best way to say is like goth meets krautrock and then what is krautrock what is krautrock yeah oh wow if you don't know what krautrock is it's it, so it it was developed like I guess I think it was like the late seventies, and um, it is like German. Germans gone nuts. They 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 they, they skits out on on their wild, really harsh guitar sounds, and but then it's got this really dancey sort of almost techno based driving like backbeat that just like just gets the body moving and then it's like it's like the first time that you could dance to like schizophrenic music you know like it's just and then and then very simple lyrics that run over the top um and it just like builds and builds and builds and the tracks go for like i don't know seven eight minutes you know and you can just get really into it really immersed in, in into it yeah so you mentioned anxieties before tell us a bit about some of those anxieties you want to alleviate what are they about well i suppose um what we're what what I'm trying to, I, I what I want is people to come together, and I want I want the the same like-minded people to to help those that or like you know show guide the guide the people that may may not have the same political backgrounds that that we have or that we try to like poster up on the streets, you know, um, and we I guess we're we're trying to just bring everyone together via music so that we are covering lots of different genres we're covering we're covering that so that everyone's there and they see that it's a safe space we don't want anyone to get hurt or harmed we don't want any of that we want people to just enjoy themselves and so we're trying to i guess uh the anxieties that we're trying to eradicate are things like feeling unsafe feeling like oh i can't go to this gig because oh this is this might happen to me or I don't know. It's just I, I like. I feel that there's a lot of things going on in the world right now, particularly right now, um, that are just sort of wanting to keep people locked in their rooms and. And the internet kind of does that as well. Does that? It's very antisocial, really. No, definitely, definitely. And like, you can stream anything, anywhere, anytime. But like, there's nothing like experiencing music live, especially when they come from a very political background. You know, we've got lots of artists like Callan, for example, who will tell you how it is for for people you know like experiencing what Callan's experiencing and experiencing what V's experiencing um and that's what I want I want people to be aware of that through music because at least you get the experience of dancing to it and feeling how and seeing how people respond to it you know yeah. I'm glad you mentioned Callan because we're going to go to a track of theirs called Take It Easy and then come back and chat some more yeah wonderful sounds great
My name is Max from Angstrom Space. You're listening to 3CR, In Your Face. And uh, that was Callan with Take It Easy. Callan will be the introduction act to Angstfest 4.0 times faint next Saturday on the 26th of October at Colour, the latest nightclub. Tell us about Callan. Where'd you find Callan? I saw Callan when they were doing their residency at the Tote. I think it was two or three years ago, and I couldn't believe it. I was just, wow, stunned at the performance and the guts, you know, like just the pure nerve. And that that was a, such an inspiring thing to see, being such a shy person myself, you know. <laughs> so I, um, yeah, so I got, I guess I've always been a fan and then kind of lost, like, the idea of having Callan come on to come on a show and then meeting up with Alex to talk about how we could collaborate. Alex mentioned, and I was like, holy crap, I've completely forgotten about this. Oh, how could I do that? And then, uh, yeah, we, we, we just like started working on things together and we ended up watching um, Transcend, which is uh, a, a little mini documentary that Callan features in. And I just, I was just like, this is amazing. Yep, cool. Jack Mannix, I think, had something to do with it. Uh, anyway, it was a brilliant. It was a brilliant little doco, and um, yeah, that, from that moment onwards, we were just like, yep, sold. Cool. Got to get Callan to intro this. This is going to be beautiful because we want we wanted the the opening act to be like showcase what the the concept of our show or of what, what this Angstfest show was about. So like having Callan come on and and be prepared, do their thing. We were just like, this is perfect. Perfect. Yeah. So tell us how you found yourself organising these amazing gigs. Oh, okay. That goes back seven years. And it was just, uh, it was a time when I was discovering a lot of different psych and shoegaze and stoner doom and all that kind of stuff. And I would, I just created a little Facebook page to post it to no one, just to myself so I could scroll back and find what I was listening to. And then uh, a friend stumbled across it and she was like, hey, I work at this bar and I play in Dreamtime, this psych band from Brisbane and the Sunshine Coast. And uh, she said, we'll play and you've got the bar, just ch- pick another band, do up a poster and we'll, we'll um, sort it out. And, from the, and then on that night, 150 people turned out, first show ever, and we, would, we just couldn't believe it. We had amazing visuals and stuff and that was up in Brisbane. And um, then I suppose like we just kind of took off and we were doing once once a month uh, a show called Eucalyptic Echoes, which was all psych and stoner doom, shoegazy sort of stuff. And then um, we experimented into Experimental Electronica with doing uh, a show called Eucalyptic Electrodes. And that went even more nuts, I guess, like Electronica's really in, you know. And um, and then we actually approached a Japanese band called Kikigakamoyo, who are now world-renowned psych lords. And they came over... And we had gotten an Australian arts grant to two of them, both those bands up the East Coast from Melbourne, starting in Melbourne, all the way up to Nambour and uh, Sunshine Coast. And we stopped off in Blue Mountains and Sydney. Anyway, it just like built from there. And then we just we just wanted to keep going. And then I moved down to Melbourne and and like was immersed in the punk scene and the, the, the dark wave, cold wave scene. And just like just sort of grew and like the whole concept of having all these genres sort of float in and out of each other just kept going from there on yeah so define dark wave for us oh it's 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 similar it's pretty much it's cold wave it's just that's it's a it's a bit it's a darker realm of cold wave 
I suppose, yeah. yeah. So more gothic influenced? Yeah, m- m- a bit more emotional, I suppose. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Mm. All right, we're going to hear from another artist they'll be playing at your gig, uh, Ernest Raw. Tell us a bit about them. Oh, uh, Ernest Raw. Yeah, this is this is going to be a fun one. This is a uh, this is like um he describes the music. Oh, well, his mum describes the music his as mom. Yeah, his mum describes the music as slamming a cutlery a kitchen cutlery dr- drawer. And it's a bit like that, but you've got to repeat that a few times and then all of a sudden the sound completely changes. It's a bit glitchy. It's in the realms of techno and EBM, but it's, yeah, it's a, it's, it's a very new kind of realm of music, I suppose. Yeah, very, very new. Awesome stuff. This track is uh, by Ernest Raw. It's called Texas. <laughs> Thank you. 
And that was uh, Ernest Raw with Tech Sizz. And uh, he's going to be opening... Oh, sorry, he's going to be playing uh, Angst Fest 4.0 times Faint next Saturday at Colour Nightclub, 26th of October. Bit of a wild, experimental, electronic act for you there. And you are on In Your Face on 3CR with James, joined by Maximilian Strew. Oh, Ernest Raw. It was kind of rootsy almost, bluesy influence and then a dash of metal. Definitely, yeah. It's a, it's a chop of uh, a whole bunch of different genres there. Definitely swaying into the um, electronic body music realm. Texas. Tell us a bit about that title. Well, I think I think he's going for, you know, he's going for that. Going for the sizz, obviously, but I think he's the the technological sizz, right? The, yeah. <laughs> so, how'd you meet Ernest? I haven't personally met Ernest just yet. It was a suggestion from Alexandra Dubois, who runs Faint, and uh, we, we I just like we listened to two or three albums one night, and we were just like, we've got to get this to lead in Female Wizard. This is going to be incredible. Just like have them on really late to like chop things up and really make it a bit more skits, you know? And, and I th- we just, we, yeah, it was just like a discovery to me. It's just, I, I, it's, I love uh, finding new artists all the time and, and trying and figuring out how they can fit in, even if the most, the most bizarre, if, even if they are the most bizarre kind of uh, fit, just, it just breaks it up. And then people go, what, was that like I want to leave people a little bit jaw dropped, you know? Yeah, so I guess I'm yet to meet yet to meet them. Really excited about it. Seems like such a wonderful person, and um, yeah, has a definitely definitely got a beautiful sense of humour. So you've really thought about like the sequence of these artists. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So tell us a bit about your working relationship with Alex. I mean, he's no stranger to this program. He's been on the show quite a few times. In fact, we launched, I think we did the world premiere of their cover of PJ Harvey's Rid of Me. Tell us a bit about what they're up to now. Oh, wow. So Alex is a go-getter. He just does not stop. It was a, like, so Faint was originally a fashion magazine that Alex curated, designed, organized, and, and published solo and it was globally stocked. And then that's I was living with Alex at that time. And then it kind of went down and then it went undercover, went on hiatus. And he came back with it being an agency focused on the LGBTQIA plus community, but also artists in that, that sorry, artists that were LGBTQIA in music and in performance and in just arts in general. And Alex is a wonderful an amazing experimental photographer who tries very hard to embody the 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 actual visual aesthetic of these artists and and push that and and help promote them through his photography and then and then publishes their work on through their through their social handles but also tries to get them events like Melbourne Fashion Week a couple of the models that were a part of um, what uh, what Alex is doing with Faint have walked Melbourne Fashion Week. They've they've been a part of just doing lots of different things. But he's also running this thing that's called Audio Files, which is like a strand off from Faint, where he'll get the musicians to come around to his place or meet in random back alleys or whatever, and he'll photograph them and style them and do the makeup and and then like work these incredible shots and interview them 
and then post that and 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 like the interviews are the questions he asks are really succinct and really really well thought out but then the photographs just like add a whole new dynamic to them so yeah he's a very talented human being and a great queer performer as well incredible yeah yeah so um, tell us about the queer influence in, in your gig on the 26th. I mean, there's heaps of queer artists. Yeah. So, well, I mean, we are running this as a fundraiser for Black Rainbow, who are an advocacy for uh, Torres Strait Islander and Indigenous LGBTQI. And um, we are running this so that, like, it's a, it's a bit of like a 50-50 with, like, the queer artists and, and like, and straight artists, you know, like we wanted to mash them together and, and have them have the straight artists like that really support what we're doing and support uh, this advocacy and, and bring it all together onto one stage or two stages being that it's two levels. But um, yeah, we just wanted to to push to push uh, the coming together of of everyone, one big hug, you know, one one big venue. And um I guess Alex Alex has brought in a lot of artists that he's met through performing alongside them or just through going to lots of different clubs and things like that and and I had seen uh, quite a few of them and I was just like yep yes yes oh my god yes this is getting better and better and better and now it's just turned into yeah, Angst Fest 4.0, and I'm really, really ecstatic about it. We're going to hear from another performer yeah. uh, who's going to be there. This is Enola Gay, and this track is called Running. So 
right, that was Enola Gay with a track remixed by Buzzcull called Running. And Enola Gay is a fantastic artist. You've got, sorry, you're listening to 3CR. Sorry, I'm new to this, but this is Max Strew from Angstrom Space. Um, we're hosting Angstfest next weekend at Colour Nightclub. And, uh, yeah. You've got a great lineup, Max. Go through it. Okay, so uh, I'll go alphabetical order. There's no hierarchy here. Asylum Sisters, we've got Body Maintenance, we've got Callan, we've got Caustic Grip, Ernest Raw, Elkel, we've got Enola Gay, Female Wizard, Javan Ash, Jess Snedden, Johnny Telephone, an artist named Lil in relation to what? Looper J, Makita, Quell, and V. All happening at Colour Night Club next weekend. Awesome stuff. I'm going to have to rock along. Can't wait to see it. Can't wait to see V perform and all of them, actually. I uh, love the tracks you've played today. We've had Ernest Raw, we've had Nola Gay, we've had Callan, we've had Looper J. Thanks so much for joining us, Max. Thank you so much, James, for having me. It's awesome been a stuff. It's been great. Up next, we've got Bex from Queer Space right after the cure. Play for today.
The Cure there with their classic play for today. You're on In Your Face on 3CR with James. Well, Queer Space at Drummond Street Services has launched a new resource for queer people of colour. And on the line to talk about it, we have Bex, who is the uh, lead worker on the project. Welcome to In Your Face, Bex. Hey, how's it going? It's great to have you on board. Tell us about the resource. It sounds awesome. The resource was done under the Drum Youth Services. Wow. So uh, Queer Space Youth uh, helped out in terms of like implementing other people to come through and contribute to it. But the uh, resource was a main idea that was collaborated between Minus 18 crew and the um, Invisible crew in support of the Drum Youth Services as well for Drummond Street. So tell but, us um, why it was created, because it's really addressing gaps, isn't it, in the system, if you like? Yeah, yeah. So the resource was kind of created as a um, not necessarily a guide, but like at least a starting point for young queer, trans, and intersex people of colour who come from uh, multi-faith backgrounds as well to try and like understand what's happening within their world, and that they there's also other people like them outside their immediate uh, family and friends too. So um, being a cutie pop person myself, I often find that. Uh, representation of people like myself is very missed when it comes to LGBTQI events and organisations and support, which is not to say that you're doing uh, LGBTQI organisations doing amazing things, but often the lack of representation for those who have like brown faces, come from cultural backgrounds, those who have like faces like part of their life as well, and those who aren't necessarily out to so this resource was created with my SA team who work with a lot of young people as well to kind of uh, highlight that uh, you're not feeling alone in this situation and there's other people out there like yourself too. So what does the resource entail? Give us kind of a bit of a description of it. Like what does it look like? You know, it's online maybe, you know, yeah. kind of go through that. Yeah, so the, there's a PDF version that's available online and that's for, we found that as an accessibility for those who might not, feel comfortable enough to have a hard copy on them, especially if they're still living at home. And credit where credit's due, this resource was created and implemented well and truly before I started working here at Drummond Street. And the lead people that started this off was um, Babak Said, uh, who no longer is living in Melbourne anymore. They are now being a writer in the sunny Miami, um, the United States. But they also collaborated with some other people, including Ripley and Daisy, who was also youth peer leader for Invisible as well. So they got together and managed to get some funding from Hay Grant, Global Gender Collective, and Northwestern PHHN, and decided to create a bit of a booklet on some basic things to think of if you start to come to terms with the fact that you're a person of colour and you're either queer, trans, or you find out that you're intersex too. So some of the topics that kind of jump out on this is kind of looking into the QDPOC acronym, talking about racism and skin colours, highlighting the fact that sometimes you might not be able to come out and that's totally okay, talking about loving across different cultures, touching on if religion is a strong point um, in how you identify and also being a QDPOC person and also touches on uh, other communities and a bit about uh, privilege, especially being settlers on stolen land that is called so-called Australia. So those are some of the various topics that are on there as well. And all those topics have been guided by actual young people that have appeared in this resource too. So it's straight from the horse's mouth. It's awesome. You've got an Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander influence and kind of content focus as well. 
Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It was one thing that was definitely needed as well, especially if you are a person that comes from a cultural background as well. It's really good to know that even the First Nations folks from Australia are actually um, included in this resource as well. So what aspect of this amazing resource are you most proud of? Proud of the fact that it's now gone nationwide. When we sent it off to print and we printed out uh, over 10,000 copies, we made sure that we had enough budget put aside to make sure that we could pay for other grassroots organisations to get at least a couple hundred copies sent to them, no matter where they are in Australia. So we sent some as far as Northern Territory, Western Australia, and we definitely have a close connection with a lot of people in both Queensland and New South Wales as well. So um, definitely proud of the fact that it's not just something that's based in Victoria, but it's gone to all the states. And what would you say its greatest strength is? The greatest strength of it is the beautiful faces that are in this. It's really good to see the fact that there's different representations of young QDPOC people or people who identify as being QDPOC being a representative in this resource and then putting on their best smiles as well. It's sometimes not... Uh, it was, but also the fact that the resource is actually youth-friendly. So sometimes uh, young people are more visually stimulated than they are, like reading big context and big paragraphs. So we kind of incorporated a bit of both. It meant that everyone is able to enjoy the resource like a, like a bit of a book as well. When you did the consultations for the project and were talking to young queer people of colour, was there a particular theme that kept coming up? Yes, young cutie-fuck people, they definitely have an activist streak within them, which is actually quite admiring to see. I personally wasn't part of the consultations, but after reading over the notes and um, uh, having the final uh, content put in there, there's quite a lot of things in there that highlight that they're fully aware of the political climate that we are in today, and that's in terms of like recognising everyone's stolen land, also climate change and racism, homophobia, Islamophobia, and all the other things that kind of uh, push them on the outside and trying to like fight that back as young people as well. So that seems to be like something across the whole board. Young people are very onto it. So tell us a bit about yourself and how you ended up doing this project. Oh. So um, I ended up coming into Invisible as the Senior Youth Development Practitioner. So that means I am just the, I like to say, the boring old person that does the admin and makes sure the invoices are paid and emails are sent where the Invisible crew themselves um, is made up of like a small group of two to three. We are all from lived experience, so we all identify as being queer, um, either trans or non-binary, gender non-conforming, and we're all people of colour as well. So, uh, yeah, I guess I just identify as being, like, from the older spectrum of that, but I base myself around supporting the young people and doing the work that they want to do and supporting their community as well at an earlier age. Fantastic. How can people get a copy of Invisible? So there's multiple ways to get it. There is a couple... Uh, not a couple. There is uh, organisations, almost like nationwide, that have some copies at their front desk. But if you find an organisation that you go to recently um, and they still don't have it, let us know via our website, that's ds.org, sorry, thedrum.ds.org.au, um, and we'll happily send them out to that organisation free of charge. But at the moment, you can get them here at Drummond Street in Carlton, Victoria, or you can uh, purchase them on the Minus 18 website. I'm not too sure about the price there, but also if you're finding that you are not financially able to pay for them, definitely hit us up. We're more than happy to give you a couple of free copies and there's also the free PDF on the website as well. 
Awesome stuff. Bex, thanks so much for talking to me today and uh, congratulations on the project. It's awesome. No worries. Thanks so much for talking to me. Cheers. Guatemala, I'm Black Betty, and you can join me for Black Noise Radio each Thursday from 2 to 3 p.m. Join me each week as I serve you up a deadly fine offering of all things black as we explore Black Australia and everything fabulous it has on the offer. We'll check out and see what's making black news locally and from right around Australia. And we'll explore all things Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander and the deadly solid culture and people with a look at community news, views, music, culture and the arts. Hope you can join me for Black Noise Radio featuring black news, views, current affairs, music, culture and the arts from an Aboriginal woman's perspective. That's me, Black Betty. I'll see you Thursdays at 2.
absolutely amazing. Four octave range of mini Ripperton there. Adventures in Paradise. I'm out of here. Jacob's up next with a Friday rave. Taking us as Cindy Lauper with Yeah Yeah. And we'll catch you next week on In Your Face. listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.